If you enjoy Worth It, consider joining the Worth It Squad Facebook group. Imagine finding a community of believers where you can experience genuine human connection and true fellowship. We unashamedly focus on God and His Word. We pray together, celebrate each other, and through all the things that are going on in your life, you are surrounded by friends who understand you and remind you of your value. This is the essence of the Worth It Squad Facebook group. So take a moment, look up the Worth It Squad on Facebook, and join your squad today. Fear is exhausting. I think we can all agree on that, whether we realize it or not. It affects so much more than how we feel. It affects us in so many areas of our lives. Just think of it like maybe if you've seen those demonstrations where people show how liquid can get in between uh, different spaces like rocks and sand. Fear is very similar. It's fluid. It moves through our thought life, through our emotions, through our spirituality, just like that. That fluid moves so fast it can get in between all kinds of rocks and crevices and in places of your heart and your mind and your soul that you didn't even know were there. That fear can infiltrate your entire thought life, all of your emotions. And today, I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this, you've had enough. And so have I. So today, we're going to start this campaign. God is calling us to level up. He is holding out his hand, helping us to rise up so that we can level up. God is showing us what's going on behind the scenes of the enemy's battle that he is waging against us. I want to empower you today and equip you And I want to share with you today what God has shown me, and I think it can help you where you are. If you are sick and tired of fear getting in the way of you living your life and living your life to the full potential for your God, then this is a show for you. We are starting this campaign. We're going to win back our joy. We're going to win back control of our thought life. We are going to gain a better foothold in influencing our family, our friends, and our communities. So my friend, today is the day. Grab a notebook. Probably going to want to take some notes, maybe some coffee, tea, whatever it is you're drinking. We're going to get down into this. It's go time. Let's do it. Welcome to Worth It, the podcast where we answer anxiety, deflate fear, and shut down shame, because ain't no woman got time for that. You were made to thrive. My mission is to help you get deeply rooted with God and reclaim your weapon that the enemy of God has been using against you. After going to battle for my own mind three years ago, I realized that there is a war going on for our minds, a battle that begins with how we think. You have much more control than you realize. With each episode, you'll learn how to fight back and become more confident in the truth that God already knows. You are worth it. I'm Michelle Remington, Christian mindset coach, thought strategist, and warrior mama. Grab 
grab your sword, Daughter of the King. It's time to unleash your inner warrior princess. Welcome back, warrior. Yes, this is like warrior training today, and you have shown up, so you got some victory that's about to happen right here. Congratulations. I am so, so blessed to be going through this victory with you, so let's get to it. I want to start by giving you a little backstory into how I got started on this particular subject. So for the last few days, I've just really been struggling and getting frustrated with myself about not being able to get what I needed done. So the not so old friend started back up in my mind like, you're so worthless. Why do you even try? You're just a failure. And I was like, oh, great, here we go again, which is a common thought as we're going through this journey of retraining our mind. And sometimes we forget to have grace and mercy with ourselves. So there I was thinking, oh, great, here we go again with these thoughts. And then that prompted me to get even more frustrated with myself because I'm like, haven't I been working on myself with this? Why is this happening? I am such a failure. And um, I was going through all this, getting ready to go. And then the last thought as I walked out the door was I am just a failure. And as I'm getting in the car, I'm thinking, okay, great. Now I have the whole car ride to sit there and think about how much of a failure I am. I'm a horrible mother. I'm a horrible wife. I'm a horrible human being. Why do people even deal with me? Everybody must hate me. Any of this sound familiar? I mean, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's, It's the same old game. And so I'm driving down the road and all of a sudden, I like go into mama bear mode and I'm like... Oh, no, you ain't. Mm -mm. No, this is stopping now. I am sick and tired of giving in to this fear because what this fear prompts is then for me to break myself down. It's just this vicious cycle. I am sick and tired of it. And I spoke to that fear and I'm like, you know what? Get out. Shut up. Stop talking. I don't want to hear from you anymore. Get out. Pack your stuff. I never want to see you again. Now, I had never done that before. (laughs) I had never just, you know, literally talked to that fear and kicked it out. But in that moment, a lot of things happened. So in that moment, I kicked out the fear, yes. But also in that moment, I was able to see that all of that work that I was boo-hooing about that wasn't working all of a sudden kicked into action. And all of that work that I've been doing on myself to tell myself the truth about who God says I am, all of a sudden it kicked into gear. And I was like, okay, this is it. I'm not backing down. Nope, mm -mm, you're done. You're done. And I praise God for that moment because God has given me an understanding of how the brain works and that I have different patterns and behaviors that my brain has been playing and relying upon and been on autopilot with for years. And I just need to remember to have grace and mercy with myself because it's going to take time and that's going to take grace and mercy to overcome. But 
as you go through and each victory you have is you seeing the fruits of your labor is a beautiful thing. Is pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> so I praise God for showing me all of that and for helping me to get stronger and stronger as he shows me the truth of who he is and who he says I am. And that's how fast this can work. It can literally be within a split second because I was beating myself down, calling myself a failure and actually affirming all these horrible lies that I was believing about myself. And then the next minute, Mama Bear steps in and be like, oh, no, Mm-mm. no, I know the truth. You're not going to lie to me anymore. Mm-mm. Same thing can happen to you. Same thing can happen to you. Maybe you've even had some moments like that before. Every time that you are able to overcome a negative thought, a lie about yourself that you've been believing, every time that you're able to regain control is a victory. And you need to celebrate it like that. It is a victory. You are victorious, girl. You are victorious. I'm sure there's a song, there's all kinds of songs about victory, but I won't sing to you right now. But this is where I was. And it was just so, so frustrating to see myself going back to that, but then so exhilarating. That's how fast you can see the victory. And this is where my Thrive framework comes in. So you want to start with seven steps. Sounds like a lot, but this goes in a quick succession here. So the first thing is, whenever you have that negative emotion, that negative thought, or that fear, or that worry or anxiety that comes into your mind, ask yourself, is it true? And the answer is going to be no. The reason why I know that is because fear is usually about something that hasn't happened yet. Okay? So, When we begin to have that anxiety or have that fear, we're actually giving power to something that hasn't actually happened yet and may never happen. So it's wasted thought space. It's it's wasted emotions. So ask yourself, is it true? Number two, what does God's word say? You can do a quick search with your computer or a Bible app or something like that, or maybe a God just pops a verse into your mind and you can just find a verse that correlates with that fear, that anxiety, that negative thought, whatever it is. What does God's word say about it? And number three, rebuke and reverse. Okay, so basically you are rebuking that thought because you've already established that that's not the truth. So you can rebuke that that thought So for instance, uh, when I was thinking I am a failure, okay, so I can easily say, I am not a failure. I rebuke that thought in the name of Jesus because through God, I have succeeded in many, many things in my life and I will continue to succeed in my life. So you see what I did there? I rebuked and I reversed It's that simple. And if you want to take a step further, you can even write that down on a card or put it in your phone or write it in your journal, wherever you want to put it. So you are writing it down. You are reading it. You are saying it. And you are hearing it. 
quadruple whammy. There is power in that because you are then making a declaration. And that's something that you want to let that become a habit in your life to rebuke and reverse false beliefs or false thoughts that you are having. We've become so used to being controlled by our minds, but God really created us to control our minds, not be con- be controlled by the mind. Number four, check your gates. Super important. So my pastor always says, check your gates. Your gates, just like in scriptures, is your eyes, your ears, your mouth, your nose, and your feelers, your fingers. So all of your senses, your senses are your gates. And you want to really take more control over what you allow to influence you. Because everything that you take in, you are being influenced by. But because God created us to control our mind, you have the ability and you are equipped to control what it is you allow to influence you. So whether it be controlling what you watch, controlling what you listen to, maybe you need to do some kind of fast there to really give yourself some time to gather your thoughts and just kind of reset. That's always a great idea. Number five, trust check. So whenever you have that negative thought, emotion, or your anxiety or fear or something like that, examine within yourself if that there is a trust issue with God in that. That might be something that you need to work on. And that's another way to turn that fear on its head because the enemy may be trying to mess with you or because of the things that you have let in your gates may be coming back to try to mess with you. But then if you take that, turn it on its head and use that to help yourself draw closer to God, it's a win. Number six, remember where God has brought you from. Because usually those fears, when you're answering that first question, you may already have answered this question of where God has brought you from. It's remembering how God has been faithful in your life. The situations he's brought you through, the places that he's brought you from, how much you've grown spiritually, take all of that into account. And number seven, immerse and feast in God's word. You have the ability to create your environment of everything that influences you in your life, around your house, your office, and your car, all of your living spaces, you can put God's word up to encourage you. Just like you can check your gates, just make that decision of what you're going to let in, what you're going to let influence you. And you can also cater your social media feeds to a healthy mindset, to a healthy heart. I did this a while ago, and it really turned my social media into a tool 
for myself because there's all kinds of people that are living for God that are putting out godly, encouraging content. And rather than opening up your social media and seeing a picture of somebody that has altered themselves with some kind of filter or seeing something vulgar or something that you normally wouldn't willingly put in front of yourself, you're able to actually cater your social media to be a tool for your growth. If you don't cater your social media to your lifestyle and who you are, then you're letting that social media influence you when you can be using it as a tool. And as you use it in that way, you're able to be more of an encouragement to others because you're going to start to see a difference in the rest of your life. It's just, it's one of your gates. It's one way that you can positively influence your eye gates and your ear gates. And as you practice this Thrive framework, I'm praying and I'm hoping that you will begin to see that God created you with something to give. And that something can help build up his people and his kingdom. Now, of course, God can complete his victory on his own. Yet, as the bride of Christ, we can step into the role of a helpmeet. After all, we are the bride of Christ. So as we step into that role of helpmeet, we get to help God with the gifts that he has given us to see a greater return in his kingdom. Lord Jesus, you are so amazing. And I am just completely floored by the revelation that you provided for us today. And I pray, God, that you would help each person hearing this to open their eyes, their ears, their hearts, their mind, help them to see your vision, help them to see it through your eyes. And I pray, God, that you would shield them, put a hedge of protection around them as they come to you in earnest prayer. Lord, you know how bruised they are. You know the wear and the tear that they've experienced, and you know how much they have endured. Nevertheless, they have endured. They haven't been overcome, but by your grace and your mercy, they have overcome God. And I praise you for that. I thank you, God, for that victory. I think it's amazing that we can be walking in victory and not even realize it because our mind is being distracted by the strategy of the enemy. So I pray, Lord, that you would open our eyes, our minds, our hearts, help us to see the victory that we have right now. Help us to see this journey, this battle through your eyes, God. I pray, Lord, that you would surround each person with your people. And I pray, Lord, that those who would try to dissuade them from following you and changing their life in order to get closer to you and influencing their families and their communities. I pray, Lord, that you just set them aside. We don't know the plans that you have for them, but you do. Help each person hearing this with that hedge of protection around them and shield their heart and their mind. Equip them and anoint them, Lord, with everything that they need to continue on this journey. To not only be your helpmeet, but also be your worker, your witness to their families, to their churches, to their communities. God, right now you are opening the door 
wider for us to see everything that's going on. It's time to get to work on ourselves and on our families. And as we work on ourselves, and not in a selfish way, but as we work on ourselves to prepare ourselves to be better used by you in your kingdom, that with that preparation, Lord, we will be able to see the fruits of our labor in ourselves, but also in our families and our communities. I thank you, Lord, for opening our hearts, our eyes, our minds to hear you and to understand you. And I pray, Lord, that you would help each person hearing this make the time that you would help them to have that time when they make it, help them to have that time they need to really connect with you and to make the declarations that they need to make and come take that first step with you. Every day, Lord, we have a new opportunity to take a first step with you because each day you are developing us. You're peeling off another layer. And I pray, Lord, that you would help each person hearing this to just lay themselves open completely to you, Lord. Everything that they can see and that they can't see, that they know and that they don't know about themselves. I pray, Lord, that you would help them to submit every single part of themselves to you. Because as we give you ourselves to you and submit to you every part of us that we know and that we don't know, we may not realize it, but because we have given you every part of us, you're working in the background. And I thank you for that, God. You're working for such a time as this. And the beautiful thing is that there's many moments like that in our lifetime. If we can truly see it, there's so many moments that we can have such a time as this. I praise your holy name, Jesus, and I thank you for this victory. It's in your precious and your holy name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. So I have a little surprise for you. I made you something. Now, you may or may not know that I am a former Christian radio DJ. And quite honestly, I just absolutely love playlists. And I know that it is so helpful to have a good playlist to help you throughout the day and get your mindset right, get your mood right. And so I made you two playlists on Spotify. The first is called Worth It Praise. And I've got all kinds of awesome songs on here to get you praising, get you feeling encouraged. We got like Danny Gokey on here, Hezekiah Walker. I won't go into the whole list because it is a proper playlist and I am quite sure you're gonna love it, be encouraged with it. And then the other one is Worth It Worship. Because I mean, you know, we all need some praise and worship in our lives. So both of these playlists are public on Spotify. So just look up Worth It Praise and Worth It Worship. I hope you enjoy them. And I am also going to be linking them on my website as well. You can always check out michelleremington.com. So go on, get your praise and worship on. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Worth It. If this episode has blessed you in some way, I invite you to leave a review and make sure that you subscribe to this podcast for more encouraging content. Until next time, remember, you are worth it. Worth it.